Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy Dante Stevie J. Collins, and welcome to another episode of my podcast, No Filter. Before I start the episode, I'd like to say, hey, how y'all doing? Hope everybody having a good day. I hope you know everybody's safe. And just thank God that we get to see another 24 in another week in this crazy world. Okay, the ep- this episode is called The Life and Hard Times at Terra Park High School. Um, Terra Parker was your was not your typical school. It was a pretty boring school. Um, you know, we had bad teachers, bad people, um, you know, bad resources, always a broke ass school. I mean it, it was just a broke ass school all the time. But other than that, the pe it was some people it was some good people there, you know. Like I said, you know, it was not a bad school. The kids tried to be bad there, but you know, Everybody was trying to find themselves in that school. You know, we had, you know, fights and food fights and shit like that. But um, I remember the first time I found that I was going to Parker, I was so excited. Like, I was so turned up. I remember the, I remember I was telling everybody, my family, my cousins, and grandmas, oh, I'm going to Terry Parker High School. I'm, I'm going to play for Terry Parker High School. I'm going to be a star. Like, I was just, you know, just talking all this bullshit to my family and friends that I was going to Terry Parker High School. So um, I remember the the night before school, the first day of school, I was turned up like you know I was in my room with the music all out, had closed my bed trying to you know find out what first day fit I was gonna uh, wear. You know it was I don't know why I was stressing over that shit, but I, I bet you we, I bet you we all was doing that the first you know the first school night before school. So, um, I remember, the, I remember, you know, walking through them doors for the first time as a freshman. Wow. I remember seeing all the, you know, seeing all the jocks, seeing all the cheerleaders, seeing, you know, all the fine girls, all the hoes, all the thighs. I remember it was just like a culture shock to me because coming from middle school to high school is a major transition. Like, this, this is, like, a, a crazy transition. So, um, I remember my first teacher, I had my, my first homeroom teacher, it was a lady named Miss Sams, that bitch. Um, I remember, you know, walking to her classroom, and she was not in there. She was late. So all the kids, you know, we in there in the class, we all in there just talking, you know, hey, how you doing? What school you went to? Arlington, you know, Jeff Davis, you know, typical schools in uh, Duval County. He had some people saying, I'm, I'm from Georgia, I'm from California. So I remember we was talking and she came in there and slammed her books on our desk and said, Miss Sam's came in the other room and slammed her uh, books on the desk and said, y'all, shut up. We adults now. Welcome to welcome to the real world. Oh, like, dude, y'all looking at each other like, damn, like. Why are you tripping? Why are you uh coming out act talking all crazy? So uh, anyway, she went um on with her rules and I don't play that. I'm from uh I went to Wilson, you know, you know, trying to act like she hard. Um, and she talked about the school rules, like if you be bad, you be defined, you could you get sent to Grand Park. And y'all if y'all know about Grand Park, Grand Park it's like fucking Rockers Island. Like, that school, like, if you think you tough, you think you built for that street shit, go to fucking Grand Park High School. 
Like, that's me. I, I was scared to go to Grand Park High School. I ain't going to go to Grand Park High School. Grand Park was that fucking, it was that damn school that you didn't want to go to. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so she went over the rules and tardy sweets. If you get, like, three tardies, you get a referral. Like, she, you know, the typical bullshit, high school bullshit. Um... Other than that, I didn't really, I really didn't learn nothing in her class. I mean, she's a reading teacher, so I, I mean, we really didn't learn that. Most of the time in her class, we did like <laughs> computer work and all that bull jump. So, um, my my other teachers were Mr. Wig, Miss Wiggins, Mr. Vaney, and Miss Jersa. Um, with Mr. Wig, he was my math teacher, my intensive math teacher. If you don't know what tensor math is, tensor math is um when you fail the um math LCAT, you gotta take an extra math class to I guess I don't know I guess to work on your math. It was stupid, but Mr. Wig he made the class fun. He was always jolly, always you know joking around with us, you know making us feel good. Um, giving us candy, you know, watching movies and stuff like that. So he made the class very funny and easy. Uh, but it was other times he coming there, you know, with his pants in the bunch and acting like a little bitch. But most of the time he was always happy. But he, you know, he taught me a lot. You know, he gave me gave me good grades, so I can't really, you know, talk trash about him. Miss Wiggins, she was my um algebra one teacher. Um, she was very. She was very strict, but she was cool at the same time. But she really didn't play them games. Like, she was all about business. She was all about, you know, passing her kids to go on to the next uh, math class. But the only thing I hate about that class was she had a mixture of ninth graders, 10th graders, 11th graders, and 12th graders in the class. So I really didn't like that because I ain't wanna, I was so nervous that if I mess up on the question, you know, they're going to laugh at me and tell the other senior upperclassmen that, hey, you know, this boy, uh, Dante, this freshman Dante, he got the question wrong. So I was kind of, you know, nervous about that. Um, Miss Devaney, my AP history teacher, she was a, uh, she was like a nice teacher, but she, but she wasn't like a best, like the best teacher to teach stuff. Like most of the time we was in there just doing definitions and, like chat review questions. Um, other than that, she was a cool teacher. You know, she never, you know, I never got in trouble in her class and nothing like that. Um, Miss Jersa, she was a, a great teacher. She was my Earth Space and no Air uh, Space Science teacher. She was a very good teacher. Now her, she was the only teacher in ninth grade that I feared because she was very like hardcore. Like she used to cuss a nigga out and everything. You know, she's a be lighting my ass up. If I fuck up, if I do something stupid, she's there lighting my ass up. So, um, other than that, you know, she gave me good grades and everything. She passed me. Um, other than that, you know, in your ninth grade year, you kind of figure out, you know, who's going to be your friends in the next three years of your life in high school and who's not going to be your next, um, <laughs> friends yeah, it's not gonna be your next friends in the next three years. Or who you gonna fight? So, um, freshman year, you know, um, it was so many fights. Like freshman, like it was so many fights. It, I mean, it was mostly the girls fighting. You know, girls. You know, 
at Parker, they they fought over dumb stuff. They fought over niggas. They fought over makeup. They fought over damn clothes, shoes. Who had a who looked better? Who um, yeah, it was just stupid. Girls fought over dumb stuff. Um. Uh, yeah, the girls was off the chain my ninth grade year, man. Um, I remember it was one fight. I was <laughs> it was in a hall. I ain't gonna say the girls' names because I don't want them to beat my ass. But it was a girl. Uh, talked to one of my friends and um, she was like, "Hey, why the hell this girl mad at me? You talking to my man?" And next thing you know, the girl got hit with a damn purse, and they started. She got a behind whoop. Um. <laughs> Other than that, um, yeah, there's a lot of fights. Um, the guys, the guys, like, we was mainly cool in ninth grade. Like, we really didn't fight each other. I mean, it was like, I think two boys fought. Two, uh, two, four people fought in our ninth grade as boys. And it, it was not that big. They'd be cool the next day. But um, another thing was a big highlight was um I got my first girlfriend in ninth grade. And you know, you get your first girlfriend in ninth grade, boy, uh, you know, your first your first boyfriend or girlfriend in ninth grade, you gonna feel like a million bucks. You gonna feel like you all that. So I remember um every time every time uh I see a girl, I always ask my friends if they know them and they said, do she got a boyfriend, do she got a girlfriend? So I remember um and at the, at the cafeteria, the cafeteria, look, if you went to park, you know it went down the cafeteria. That's when you scope everybody out. You know, you try to you know, look at things. I remember the first time I walked in the cafeteria, um, you, know, I, you know, I saw a lot of bad girls, but if, if you if, if you're a girl and you, you caught my eye, like, I don't like you. Like, you, it takes a lot, it, look, it takes a lot to catch my eye. So, you know, in the cafeteria, you know, we go in there, you know, people scoping each other out. And um, you know, you know, we all talking, ranking on each other and everything. Um, you know, it's going crazy. So I remember uh uh one day I walked in there and I saw a girl. You know, she gave me a look, I gave her a look, and then, you know, I was like, Hey, um, bro, who that girl is? Um, he was like, Oh, that's uh such and such. And I'd be like, oh, man, put me in with her, man. Put me in with her. And I'd be like, but do not tell her as me. One thing about me, I had low self-esteem. So every time I told somebody, put one of my friends to put me in with a girl, um, I always say, make sure you make sure she knows it's not me. Make her figure out that it's me. So um, the first girl, you know, I did that too was a girl named Alexis. She, you know, she was a cute girl, brown skin, um, you know, big booty, you know, you know, little bit matte titties and everything, you know, you know, I like that shit. So, um, you know, my friend put me in with her and then we started talking Then we went out for, um, I don't know how long we went out, but it was, it was about through, I can't remember, but I know we broke up. It was it was like winter, <laughs> but um, you know, like I said, Lexi, she was a good girl. You know, I I messed that up, <laughs> but it's all good. But yeah, I had my first girlfriend. Then after that, after I broke up with her, it was just you know, girlfriend after girlfriend. Like I go out, I go out with a girl for a week, and then we break up, and then we have beef with each other. So um, other than that, 
um, you know, I got, got my first girlfriends, and I was just a, like I said, I was just a virgin hoe talking to every girl and everything like that. But um, just oh, another thing in my freshman year. Um, yeah, I, freshman year I played football. I played JV and varsity. Um, I played um. I did. I ran track. I mean, I did field, but I ran. My coach. The reason why I did track is my coach made me do it. My linebacker. My linebacker coach, um, Coach Dickinson. Shout out, Coach Dickinson. I love you, man. But um, yeah, he wanted his linebackers to be fast and everything like that. So I ran. I ran track. Um, and then I was the manager of the girls' weightlifting team. So you know. Me being a perv, I love seeing girls work out, so I was being a perv. But other than that, my ninth grade year was very, 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 very up and down. Like I said, I ain't getting no fights my ninth grade year. I was, I was chilled my ninth grade year. I mean, at Parker, I really didn't get no fights at Parker. You know, I was chilled. But anyway, at the ninth grade year, that's when, like, Parker became like a real bad school. I mean, it was it was fights every day. We had a mixture of everybody going to our school. I mean, I'm talking about people from Jackson, people from damn Reebok Reigns, like all the fucking trill hood-ass schools. And my 10th grade year, you know, I didn't play because I was suspended for the whole year. So it was kind of a hard year for me to not be playing football and dealing with all that bullshit at school. Um... Once, you know, once I didn't play my 10th grade year, um, I mean, I think my popularity, I mean, not popularity, but my status went down because I wasn't playing. And, um, you know, it it, it kind of hurt, man. Like, not playing football and, and you was good and you was a starter last year on varsity. Like, like, it was hard, man. It was a hard thing to swallow, you know, watching my team lose and, you know, no wearing the you know the jerseys on Fridays and spirit packs on Thursdays. It it was I was upset with myself. Um, and then you know all you know all the females they ain't talking no more. So I tried you know me and the girl went out with Alexis and that great you know was talking again, and you know she was willing to take me back, but you know I just kind of said fuck it you know I don't need her, you know shit like that. But 10th grade year, that's when I changed up my style. That's when I changed my style to the white boy style. I was wearing V-necks and um, chucks and stuff like that. And, you know, the, the, the fitted pants. So, and I was trying to change myself. I was trying to talk all white and everything. And that did not work out. Um, but 10th grade year, my teachers were, if I can remember. I can't, honestly, I can't remember my teachers' names in 10th grade. I can't. I just remember I, I did good. You know, grades-wise, I had my grades up. I didn't get in no trouble. Um, I didn't. I, yeah, like I said, I ain't, had, I ain't had no girlfriend, so I was focused on myself. But, yeah, ninth grade year was just a year. It, it just went by fast. But um, I did play football again in that spring. Um, and everything, you know, but yeah, um, my 11th grade year, um, that's when, um, 
I found my first love. I am not saying that bitch name because I ain't getting that bitch no fucking credit. But who look, if you if y'all went to Parker, you know who my first love was. And uh but anyway, ninth grade 11th grade year was a, a roller coaster, man. It was like loving hip hop. I remember um <laughs> it's so crazy. I remember uh my 11th grade year, we uh you know, we were supposed to have a good team. You know, everybody was excited, you know. So, you know, one thing about the people at Parker, the student body at Parker, if you winning, you know, if you if they think you winning and you think you got a good team, you know, the the, the, the student body going to fuck with you, man. They're going to support you. So, you know, it was a major roller coaster. Um, I remember uh, we played first coast, you know, that year. And, you know, it was supposed to be a close game, but we were not get our ass beat. But we played a good game. I think the score was, like, damn, 35 or 7. But we we played a good game. But back to my first love. I remember I met her. I remember I met her in the summer of 11th grade before the school year started. Um, We <laughs> saw each other. I mean, she her dumb ass was in summer school. And, um... <laughs> We, uh, we was having two days at practice. So every time we um, had two days after the first practice, we would go to the cafeteria get some free food. You know, we was, you know, we, she was hungry, man. Them coaches worked the shit out of us. So um, I remember I walked in and I saw the cheer team. And one thing, I could not stand the cheer team because most of them bitches I went to school, you know, most of them bitches I went to school with them in middle school. So it was basically the same damn cheer squad. So, you know, I could not stand there. So I walk in there and everything, and, you know, all them hoes, then summer school, they was dumb as fuck. And um, I saw them all look over our direction, but I don't know, I didn't know who, who they was looking at. So, um, you know, like, I asked a guy, my teammates, I'm like, you know, who the fuck they looking at, man? They see a fucking ghost, they see LeBron James. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying some stupid junk out my mouth. And I don't know. So we sit. We sit over there, like, across from the cheerleaders. It was kind of, like, diagonal. So, um, one of the cheerleaders walked over and said, Hey, um, how y'all doing? My friend want to talk to one of y'all. And my first, you know, I told you I got low self-esteem. My first, um, thought was, look, I know it's not me. I know it's not me. And she said, yeah, it's you. So, next thing I know, I see a, I see... A girl running out, of, running out of the cafeteria, and I said, "I guess that's her, right?" <laughs> and then she said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, you can give." She said, "She wants your number." I said, "I gave my number and everything." You know, I said, "You know, give her the digits." I gave, you know, gave my number. Damn! As soon as she, no, no, as soon as she gave her the number, she texted me like real fucking quick. So as me being a low steam, low steam person, I'm like, "Damn, that she really feeling me." So, you know, other than that. You know, we was talking that whole summer, then we went up going out, and then you know everything's la la la. You know, meet meet her parents, um, you know, meet her family, sister, you know, the whole thing. So the first situation when I, you know, that we had a problem with was, she told me that you know she kissed a boy at the movies. But the crazy thing was that I had practice that day, and we talked on the phone. No, 
back in um you know, back in high school I used to take the bus like my few before I started driving I took the bus city bus home and back. So every time I got out of practice, you know, we would talk to each other on the phone until I get home. So she, you know, she waited, you know, she waited till I got home. I took two buses home and walked home. And then she told me that, hey, Don't say I got something to tell you. I'm like, hey, what's up, what? And she was like, oh, I kissed somebody. And my first reaction was like, what the fuck, who you kissed? And she was like, oh, a boy named uh, Nathan. And now I'm going to say his bitch ass name. And... I don't get out. Look, I don't care who you are. When your girlfriend tells you kiss somebody else, you you already fucking mad. You already on one hundred. So when she told me this, I was so freaking mad, guys. Like I was so upset. Like she told me this. She told me this like eleven thirty at fucking night, and she kissed the motherfucker around eleven o'clock in the morning that morning. So. Just imagine how you would feel if your lover told you, oh, I kissed somebody, and they waited until the day that it's almost over to tell you that what happened. So I got upset, you know, call her a bitch, fuck you, you can suck my dick, I hate your stupid ass. I was mad as fuck, crying and shit, you know, I was upset. So, you know, she kept on calling me, I'm sorry, Dante, I'm sorry, Tay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry this, I'm sorry that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I was not trying to hear that shit. But me having a big heart, I forgave her. That's that same that it, one o'clock in the morning. I forgave her. So, um, so you know, I, I came. You know, I woke up that morning. And I came to school to fight. I was upset. I I didn't know who the boy, the nigga was. So I was asking. You know, all that she told she wasn't telling me who he was. She just told me what grade he in. So I asked all the little, you know, all the sophomores. I was like, hey, who does who the nigga named Nathan is? Who Nathan is? And they was like, oh, uh, you talking about uh, the mixed nigga? You talking about the weird looking ass nigga? I was like, yeah, I, I don't know who he is. So um, I found out he played, you know, they told me that he, he's on JV with them. So I was like, okay, so we, you know, we practice together because that Parker was stupid. The JV team practiced on the same t- on the same field we practiced on. So, um, yeah, so, you know, I was being, you know, I was being real smart, and I was like, okay, I got to find out who this nigga is. So, you know, that same day at practice, I'm, I'm listening, I'm listening real hard to the coach because the coaches were called roll. When we stretching everything, we, we did cows. It's like we stretching everything. We being we being rolls and everything, and we stretching. And then I found out who I found out who the nigga was. So um, I was gonna fight that nigga. I was gonna beat that nigga ass. So um, the coaches somehow word got out to the coaches that I was gonna beat his ass, and they're like, "Hey Dante, don't do it. Don't don't um do it." You better than that. You got, you know, you got schools looking at you, you know, if you fight them in school or, you know, you got to report it, you know, the whole bullshit. So, um, and then she, and then she was to my, Dante, don't worry. I don't love him. I love you. And, you know, you know, girls be lying. So, um, yeah, so. I let it slide. You no, know, I was killing me to let it slide, but I let it slide. But he knew the fu- he knew who the fuck I was because 
he was selling out to my Dante ain't gonna do shit, but he never seen me before. So once he saw how big I was, how crazy I looked, then he was on that soft shit. So I'm okay, so I'm I'm moving past and you know you know, the the uh, season going by real good and then after the season, um I, I, I forgot to tell you she was a cheerleader too. So um the season get over and everything and everything is still good. Um talk you know, everything's back to normal. Um the next situation with this bitch ass nigga, my coach, he came he came to me and told me, Hey, I seen you and your you know, this is what he said. So let me tell you what happened. So we walking we walk in the uh, cafeteria and my uh, one of my coaches he sat he was a security guard, so he um was talking on the microphone. So he always spot the football players and but like, hey, come here, come here, come here. But he but he never called me though. So this one day he called me like, hey, Dante, let me talk to you. Come to the uh, table. So I, I come to the table and I'm like, what's up, coach? And um, he's like, hey, your girl fucking uh, Nathan. And I was like, what? What? What you mean? Like, imagine, imagine your coach telling you that. That I mean, I was, I was upset. I was hot. I was hot. So um. Yeah, I was upset about that. And he was, and then I, look, I remember, I remember that day. I remember that day because I remember my friend heard us talking, the conversation we had, and my friend was like, "Man, go ahead and beat that nigga ass, Dante. Beat that nigga ass, Dante. Fuck that nigga up." And I'm like, "Man, I ain't gonna fuck that nigga up." And then my coach was like, "Don't do it, man. Don't do it, man. She, she just a girl. She just a bitch. Forget about her." So I'm like, man, fuck that shit. I don't, don't want to fight this nigga. You know, I, I was upset. So I remember, um, you know, I was late to class. I had my English uh, class, and I was late. So I was, you know, he was talking to me, and my friend is saying, oh, da- oh man, like, Dante, I, I know Dante. Dante going to beat that nigga ass. And my coach said, nah, Dante, think about it, man. You're going you gonna to see more girls in college. You're going to see all this in college. You know, and then you know, I was you know being strong in front of them, but once I once I got in the classroom, man, and I thought about it some more, and like I came to class late, and my teacher Miss Arnold, she the English teacher, she was like, "Oh Dante, glad for you to join us." I said, "I'm sorry, I was, I was um, something happened." So as soon as we I sat down in the class, I broke down in class and started crying. So. My friend, uh, my, one of my friends, Chris Pringle, shout out to Chris. He was like, Dante, you okay? I said, my mama died. And I just walked out and started crying. I, I was hurt, man. Like, I was just, my heart was just like, damn. Like, it was so hurt. So I went outside and, you know, I was just crying, crying, crying. And she was, um, she was, you know, first love was texting me and everything, and you know I was annoying her and everything. I, ain't, you know, I ain't talked to her. So, um, I remember that before I found out that, um, I remember I talked to her at the bus uh, loading zone every uh, that morning and said, "I'm going to the game, you know, I'm going to the basketball game to support you." So when she texted me when I, you know, when I was crying outside of my class, she was like, um. Hey, hey, baby, are you okay? Are you going to the game still? And I ain't text her back. So, um, word got out. 
what what happened. So people come up to me like, you're going to beat that nigga ass. You're going to say that nigga ass whooping. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. And I'm like, man, yeah, I'm going to beat that nigga ass. Like, one thing about Parker, man, when, when, you, when you finna fight, them motherfuckers get you pumped up at school. They make you want to fight, like, destroy a nigga. So, um, so that night I went to my, um, my friend's house, Andre, and, you know, we, we were talking about it. He was like, man, Dante, you gonna, where you going to fight, bro? At? I said, I don't catch his ass outside after the game. So, um, you know, we just making the plans up. We're going to go in the game last. And she kept on, she kept on um, texting me and calling me. And I told <laughs> Andre, I was like, if, if she called again, just answer the phone and tell her that. I gotta take the bus home. I can't make it. So um, she called again. She called again, and you know, Andre answered the phone. I'm like, hey, what's up? Um, Dante's not going to the game because something he he's sick. So she said, why why are you answering the phone? And he said because he's he in the bathroom uh, throwing up. So um. Fast forward to the, you know, the, the game. I come, I look, you know, I'm, I'm in there to surprise her and everything and everything, you know, all that. And I come, I come in the gym and this bitch sitting with a nigga on an opposing basketball team. And this is when we was playing, that basketball team was playing Jackson. So I was like, you know, when I saw that, it got me even more mad. And then when she saw me, she, she got up and walked over to the other side and get inside me. And everything, and you know, sat down with her mama and everything. So I was like, "What the fuck? Like this bitch been clowning me the whole fucking time? Like she got two niggas now? Like you gotta understand? You just you you see things like one thing about me, man. Uh, anybody a, a guy, if if we see our girl sitting with somebody else, sit somebody else, and hug them and look at you all crazy, it's like okay, it's basically telling us to kiss y'all ass. So anyway, um. You know, I got in the game and everything, and um, she got up and went to the other side, and I sat down, and she got back up there, and she rolled her eyes at me and everything, so she already had, I'm, I was already upset down when she did all that, you know, I, I got upset, so after a few minutes, after, you know, she realized at me, and guess who come walking in, bitch-ass Nathan, so I'm wondering, I'm like, okay, my coach is right because why the fuck he going to a um basketball game? He played baseball, so you know why why he come to a basketball game. So once he walked in and noticed that I was there, he's like he was look. I don't care nobody said he was a bitch ass nigga. He was scary as fuck. He saw me. He gonna sit all the way up in the top, and the baseball team was sitting you know with the football players with us. But he sat all the way at the top by himself with some. Unknown people he didn't know. So, um, so you know everybody, you know they pumped up. They're like, "Hey, hey, man, boy, that nigga Dante gonna break your shit. Dante gonna break your fucking jaw." And he all scared. He all looking like goddamn boo man on crack. You know he look he looking at me all crazy. And I'm just smiling at him like, 
But before I fight, man, I don't let you know. Like, I don't let you know that, you know, I'm going to beat your ass. Like, I was just looking at his ass. He just looking the other way and everything. So, um, you know, we, you know, the football team and the baseball players, we having fun. We just, you know, talking in the game and everything, just having fun. So, fast forward to the halftime. And how about this bitch? She going to walk up there and start talking to him. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, they said, damn, Don, she going to let bro try you. Like, they was egging me on, egging me on, egging me on. So I was like, man, I fool this nigga ass. So um, fast forward after the game, he wouldn't, he wouldn't leave the gym. Like, he wouldn't, he stayed on the top of the beaches the whole time. So I'm like, I'm ready, bro. Like, I'm ready to, you know, Mike Tyson this nigga. But he know that he got an ass whooping coming, so he he stand by, you know he stand in the bleachers and everything, you know acting like he talking to people on the phone and everything. So, shit, I go, I say fuck, I'm going outside. And somebody told me he parked in the front of the school, so I'm like, okay, he gonna have to go to his car. So um, I go to the front of the school, and I'm waiting. And everybody's up there, like everybody's up there, like. The like half of the student body is up there in the front, so I'm like, "What that bitch?" At? You know, I'm I'm loud and everything. I'm hitting my hands like this. I'm like, "Bro, I'm ready, bro. I'm ready with this nigga ass." So, my uh, first loves um mom and sisters walk out and and they look at me. And they don't say nothing to me. So I'm like, "Okay, well, I, you know, in my mom, I'm like, okay, I do the whole time." So um, you know. I'm upset. I'm already pumped up. So I'm waiting on Nathan. He, you know, he ain't coming out. You know, he he ain't made his way to the front. I'm like, where this bitch ass nigga at, man? What's, I'm, I'm ready. What this nigga ass? And then somebody, somebody then told me that he didn't, he didn't got a ride home. I said, I thought his car was up here. I guess he getting his car tomorrow. So I'm like, God damn, what the hell, man? He a bitch, man. How you gonna, gonna kiss on my bitch and everything? You don't want to fight like a fucking man. That's the one thing I hear about the niggas at Parker, man. There was nothing about that shit. But anyway, um, yeah, so I'm ready, man. I'm ready to fight. So, you know, you know, my first love, she stopped walking. And she walking and everything. And she looked at me. And, you know, I'm like, okay, let me. Let me I said, you know, I'm going to talk to her. I ain't going to cuss out for everybody. I'm going to talk to her. So she walking up with one of my uh, teammates. I said, okay, all right, I'll text you later. And that got me mad. And I was like, hey, um, I ain't going to say her name. I was like, hey, um, babe. I'm going to say babe. I said, hey, babe, can I talk to you? Like, like as soon as she walked up, you know, everybody got quiet. <laughs> so I was like, hey, um, babe, can I talk to you? She, she, looked, she looked at me in, like, roll her eyes. And I said, babe, you know, like, babe, can we please talk? And she's like, <laughs> whatever. And she smiled. And then once once she did that, and everybody was like, damn, boy, damn, boy, she she punched you, bro. And then I went ham, bro. I called her up. I said, man, fuck you then, bitch. You fucking hoe. You fucking suck dick ass. So kissing everybody and shit. I, I, like, I went off. I went ham. I'm talking, I, went, I went ham like Tupac on Hit Him Up. I, cu- I cussed that bitch. I, I was like, man, fuck you then. Oh, bitch ass. Oh wobble wobble looking at tubby tubby looking at I was I mean I was going hard. 
in the air, but the crowd, they, you know, the crowd, they, they getting all hype. Like, oh, damn. Oh, shit. Oh, Dante, Dante crazy. I mean, like, they was pumping me up. So every time I heard the crowd roar, I like, I, I get hype and more hype and hype. So she, you know, she looking back and everything and all that. And you, you know, just smiling. So she got, in the, she got home in, in the car with her mom. So once, you know, she um closed the door, you know, everybody like, you know, everybody, you know, giving me high fives, hugs and everything. Well done said, You crazy, well, you crazy. So her her mom and her, you know, they stopped pulling off driving and she stopped the car and reversed the car and parked it and she got out. And my first instinct was I thought she was gonna be all talking that shit. So I shut her ass down. I was like, man, bitch, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck, get your ass in the fucking car, turn that ignition and get the fuck in the car. Like, and she she kept on trying to talk. I said, I ain't going to say it again, bitch. Get in the fucking car and drive off. And I'm talking to her mom. So she got scared, got in the car, and drove off. And after they turned the corner of the school, you know, I said, I'm good. And then everybody started laughing again. They said, Doctor, you crazy, boy. You bipolar and stuff like that. So after all that, um, my mom calls me. And she said that when I first love text her and said, Man, Dante just got in a huge fight. Um, we just she hurt he hurt my feelings. He caught me bitches and holes and the whole you know, just the whole thing. And my mom was like, you know, are you okay? Are you I said, No, nah, I was hurt. Oh man, I said, Man, fuck that bitch, man. That bitch didn't fucking try, you know, I was upset. So, you know, I was playing it tough for everybody in the um <laughs> at school. But as soon as my mom, you know, came up and picked me up, man, guys, I broke down that car. I said, I hate her, man. She did me dirty. I was, I was crying. Like, I was crying like Tyrese. I was like, oh, my God. You know, I did, I did everything for her. You know, my, my mom was looking at me like, this nigga right crying. He going through love and lust. So um, after that, I was still mad, and I wanted to fight, bro. But, you know, um, that year I had weight training in the morning on A-Days. So, um, so I was ready, man. I was ready to fight. So, I mean, me and my boy Jarrell, I mean, we ain't boys like that no more. But, you know, at the time, you know, me and him talking, and we were like, hey, man, we were talking about what happened. And he was like, yeah, man. Yeah, man, I'm going to fight a nigga named Gerard because he tried to talk to my girl, too. And so we was going to have a two-on-two tag team match with them niggas, man. So, you know, we was upset and everything. And uh, Gerard, old bitch ass, going to fucking come in, come in our conversation like, no. No, Gerard, you know, my bad. Gerard came in late and Gerard left. So Gerard was like, oh, what's going on? I heard you want to fight Nathan. And I was like, yeah, nigga. He was like, no, that's not good. You're bigger than him. You're not going to fight him, Dante. And I was like, nigga, shut your bitch ass up. I was like, nigga, you try to talk to my girl too, nigga. And my, and my homeboy girl too, nigga. So you got that shit coming to your ass too. He going to beat your ass, nigga. He going to fold your shit up. And then he was like, me and I had my moomies. I did this. I did that. So, um, so... 
I was going to fight Nathan in the cafeteria because we had the same lunch that day. So, I you know, I was ready, man. I was, look, look, me and Jarrell, look, we came to school with gym shorts on. Like, we was ready to fucking get spending that fucking day. So, I'm ready. And, you know, I don't see bro come to the door. So, I'm, 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 I'm upset. I'm like, damn. I was like, damn, where this nigga at, man? He's so damn scary. Like, one thing about me, man, if you, if I want to fight you, bro, you don't want to fight me, you avoid me and go on, you know, acting like a little bitch. It's gonna, be, it's gonna get me even more madder. So, um, yeah, he told, so Gerard, he gonna tell Nathan, oh, he told him to go home because I was looking for him. I was gonna break his shit. So that get that got me even more madder, bro. Like that, that joint got me even more mad. I said, bro, really? You called? You told the nigga to go home, and he really went home. And I was like, bro, like I was so upset, bro. Like I was like, damn, bro. Like every time I be ready to get close to this nigga and beat his ass, somebody always saving his life. So um, he got so scared, and he he went home and everything, and then he told his parents. That a it's a it's a nigga named Dante trying to, you know, harm me. So his parents came to the school and they said, hey, you know, they got they said if I put my hands on the depression charges, I can go to jail. If I got in trouble, see, I I went to see I lived, I lived on the other side of town, so I was on I was at Parker on a special assignment because I played football. So if I get in trouble, if I do anything like real bad, I can get you know I had to leave the school. So he put, you know, he put that cloud over me in school. I couldn't do nothing to him because, of, you know, like I said, if I did something to him, I'd have went to jail. So I, in my whole mind, I was like, okay, I'm getting this nigga out of school. I'm going to get this nigga out of school grounds, but I never did. But um, other than that, you know, after that situation, me and um, Gerard's relationship went bad because... Um, you know, I found you know I found out he was trying to talk to my homeboy, girlfriend, and he was trying to talk to my, um, my bitch. But um, yeah. So fast forward to night the twelfth grade. You know, oh no, after that situation, everything went bad. Um, it just everything went bad with me and her. Um, she left me because I don't know. She she thought I was doing something behind her back and. She just, you know, kicked me to the curb, and then I was find out hearing all these stories about her fucking other people, fucking bitches. So, um, um, fast forward to upgrade, you know, I was trying to move on from her and everything, and I actually did move on to from her because I was talking to another girl that went to a different school, and she was a cheerleader, and she was thick as fuck. Um, you know, I thought everything, you know, I moved past her, but... One day I had that dream about her, and then the next day she said she missed me, and then we got back together. I mean, no, we didn't get back together until like the third game of my twelfth grade year. So, um, like I said, I was stupid. You know, I was you know got back with her, and then everything was good, and then she doing the same thing. But um, my friends, especially my friend Anton. Thomas, my, that's my boy. He told me, and, the, and my other teammates, they'd be like, man, y'all, Dante, leave that girl alone. I, I love her. And they'd be like, no, you don't. You don't love her. And it was just crazy, man. And 
my teammates, you know, they was trying to they was trying to warn me, man, but I just, I would not listen. So I got back with her in my twelfth grade year, and then you know it, it was going good at first, but she was not doing the same thing she did in my eleventh grade year. You know, every before every game, she made me sandwiches, write notes, have a good game, be safe, I love you, all that. But my twelfth grade year, she was not doing that. So I was like, you know, I told her, you know, why why you ain't doing that? And she was like, uh, because I'm not gonna do the same thing I did last year. I'm grown up now. So it was it was she made so many excuses. Um, matter of fact, I think we got matter of fact we got back together against the game against Jackson. I remember um, she asked me what was my code. Oh, shit. She asked me what was my code and everything. To my locker, and then you see, I got I put some books in there. So I went to my locker, and it, it was a bag with food and stuff like that. And then that's when I fell back in love with her. I mean, I was already in love with her, but that's when we, the the chemistry got back. But yeah, like I said, we went to homecoming together. We, you know, it was just all good. And then the same shit started happening. She started talking all crazy. She started talking to me all crazy, treat me like shit. Um, make me feel like I'm listening to man. Made, matter of fact, made other niggas feel like they better than me. Like she really knocked my confidence. So, um, after that, you know, she broke up with me and everything. And then, um, I found out, and I found out that, you know, I broke up before I, in my 12th grade, you know, um, I found out that, you know, I started hearing more stuff talking about she was gay and, she was doing this and that, and I'm like, I don't believe, no, I don't believe that. And she said she wasn't, and um, <laughs> I remember the day I found out, it was like almost the end of my 12th grade year. It was like, uh, I can say March, May-ish, April, right now, April, I think, April, May. And one of these freshmen that liked me, she had recorded a conversation that she was having in class, and she was talking about me. She was talking about me saying that, um... You know, if I can, you know, she was basically she was selling out, showing her ass. She was like, "Oh, I can fuck a nigga from the Dante. He still take me back, and I can get Dante back just like this." And she like she was putting on for them hoes in class. So I was like, you know, I, I, at first when the freshman told me that she was saying that, I said, "Not, nah, not whatever." And then she, you know, she recorded, you know, that that's back back in the time when the iPhones were real small. But I think she, no, she had an iPhone. She had a sidekick, my bad. But she recorded it, and she was going hard. But she was like, man, Dante ain't going no. Dante stuck on me. Dante can't live without me. Dante never find a bitch better than me. Like, she was just, like, selling out. And then she admitted that, yeah, I've been cheating on Dante with some nigga named, um, some nigga named Tyrone and J and everything. And I was like, what the fuck? And one of these niggas was on my damn team. That's crazy. And matter of fact, one of these niggas I was close with because one day we was going to the um, First Coast of Sandalwood game and he was like, oh, that's your girl? I said, yeah. I said, oh, I know, I know uh, such and such, man. She real cool, man. But at the time, I'm like, you know, she real cool. You know, I, you know, I was young, so I understand, the, you know, the signs. So, you know, I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, but I wanted to fight his ass. And then I made a post on Facebook, like, I'm going to fuck you up and everything. But back to that situation. 
she um me and her had the same class when twelfth grade year. We had Miss um I let the name Miss Edgerton together. So um yeah, it was, matter of fact, Miss Edgerton was a great. That's the best teacher I had, in um Terry Parker. But yeah, she Miss Edgerton we had her together, and I remember I can't. You know, I, every time I came that day, it was different because. I was came to class late, but I was be happy and like, what's up, y'all? And I'd be happy and everything. So, um, I remember, I don't know how word got out that I found out everything that she was a lying ass, cheating ass bitch. Um, I don't know how everybody found out, but she found out and I was mad as hell. I came to class and, you know, gave her that little deaf look and like, you know, shook my head, sat down and Miss Eve was like, are you okay, Dante? And I was like, I don't want to get bothered today, man. I'm tired of these fucking bitches and niggas. So we was playing a game called charades, but you put like a little card in the, uh, in the um, little movie clip, and you gotta act it out in like thirty minutes. I mean, I mean thirty seconds. My bad. So um, every time Miss E look at me and call me, I'm like, I don't feel like being bothered. And everything, and you know, you know, she kept on like she kept on going up there on purpose and to make me look at her. Every time she come up there, I look down, I look the other way, I put my head down. Like I was not trying to look her damn face. So she did it. Like she kept on aggravating me. So she gonna said, "Who else wanna go? Me." So I said, "Man, fuck this shit. I'm going outside." So I went outside and everything, and I was mad. I cried outside. I cried in my polo shirt, my burgundy polo shirt. <laughs> And I was sitting outside the portable. So how about, you know, this bitch come outside and like, but I had my head, you know, I had my head in my shirt and she going to tap me and I know her touch. She going to tap me and I got real upset. She told my son, hey, hey, Dante, hey, hey, Tay. And I was like, what do you want? And she was like, you mad? Oh, bitch, I ain't mad. Like, you know, I hate when girls ask you dumbass questions like that. I'm like, hell, y'all, I'm fucking mad. And then she was like, you mad because I talked to Jay and this and that and that. And I said, look, Samara, get out of my Oh, damn, I said a damn name. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I said a name. I'm so sorry. Um, I said, get out my face. And she was like, but hear me out. I said, get out my face. Uh, she, you know, she kept on to talk and everything. You know, if I tell you to get out my face and leave me alone, leave me the fuck alone. So I, I yelled at her and said, get the fuck out my face. So after that, me and you did not talk no more after that. The rest of the year, I graduated. And then, no, I, I, I graduated, but I did not graduate. But I felt the state test, but... Um, yeah, so after that, you know, after my talk right here, she talked talk to me again, and, you know, I wasn't having a shot. I've been moved on. But other than that, you know, like I said, my, um, my, you know, high school years was a roller coaster. You know, I learned a lot from my high school year, my high school years, especially my senior year about love and everything. But other than that, you know... Parker was Parker Parker taught me a lot, man. And, and and I don't regret going to Parker. I mean, I wish I'd have went to a different school, but Parker really I think if it wasn't for Parker, I'd be a lost nigga out here. Like I'd be a lost nigga. Parker really showed me how these females are. They showed me how these niggas are. 
And they showed me how, you know, people don't care about you unless you're on top or your game or you're on top, you know, doing something. Like, now, you know, Parker, most people at Parker, you know, they do, you know, most people that are doing good, they're in the military or they're doctors and stuff like that. But uh, that's a good, like, 30%. The rest of the, um, the rest of the 60, they, you know, they just 70, they just... Most of them strippers, most of them porn stars, most of them selling rocks, most of them selling weed. You know, they just doing, you know, most of them getting killed because Parker, man, a lot of people didn't make it, man. A lot of people flunked out. Like I said, a lot of people getting killed and everything, and it's sad. It's every time you look, every time on the news, you see something about Parker, it's something bad. It's never nothing good. And shit, a lot of people didn't even pass the FCAT. A lot of people got COCs and they can't do nothing. You know, when you have a COC, you can't do nothing with a COC. All they can get is a damn gender job or a goddamn fast food job. So, like I said, Parker taught Parker taught me a lot, man. Parker really, really taught taught me a lot. Um, like I said, if anybody from Parker that's listening to this, man, you know, it's it's still our love. But me going back to Parker to visit my teachers and all that shit, that would never happen. Because Parker really brought me a lot of heartache and pain. Shit, if I, you know, do good in football and they want to retire my damn number, I don't even think they want, I don't, I don't even want them to put me in the damn record books or nothing like that. But, um, like I said, Parker really taught me a lot. Everybody that's everybody that's that that's doing good who I went to high school with, I hope y'all, you know, I'm glad y'all doing good. I'm glad y'all not out here doing bad things to get money. But like I said, most of especially the females, most of the females that go to Parker, what you see, they selling pussy, they stripping, are they, you know, they doing some are they doing some scamming shit. But <laughs> other than that, <clears throat> Um, if y'all listen to this far, I'm, I'm, you know, I appreciate y'all listening to me about my high school years. Um, you know, the next episode is going to be about my college years. Now, I think my college years is more interesting than my high school years because, I, you know, it was more action <laughs> in my uh, college years. But, um, you know, y'all just keep on supporting me. Um, y'all keep on, you know, telling people about my stuff, sharing my, you know, podcasts on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Snapchat. You know, I, you know, just keep on doing that, man. Like I said in my other uh, episodes, I do this for y'all. I don't do this for myself. I do it for y'all because I know life is boring for some of y'all motherfuckers. But um, yeah, so um, like I said before, if y'all. Uh, want to be a you know have a feature in here on my podcast? Look, hit me up. You know if you know me personally, you got my number. You know me. Um, you know a little bit. You got my social media. Just hit me up, man. You know we can make a podcast. I mean we can make an episode together and you know talk about something fun. But like I said, the next episode is gonna be about my college years, and I was I went to so many damn colleges and met so many good people, bad people, and stupid people. And shit, I still got, I still talk to my friends in college to this day. So, um, 
I'm finna sign off. Um, thank y'all again for listening to my uh, episode of my high school years. I hope it was interesting, and y'all be safe. Um, say no to drugs and make that money. But I'm signing off. Love y'all. Peace and soul grease.